0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of WickDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili
1: McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Wick nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful.
0: Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at WickDonald's! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too, like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder Everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit, and don't stress. There's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 109 of the All Dolphins Podcast. And for number nine, Omar can only be Noah Benagini, right? No. Uh, I like I like Noah, but he wouldn't be the player I would recognize for that number. Or we would recognize. It's going to be Jay Fiedler, who was the Dolphins' starting quarterback from 2000 through 2004, wound up with a very good one-loss record if you're one of those people who believe in the in the validity of the one loss record as a great indicator of what kind of quarterback you are, it's not
1: great. Don't do me like that.
2: What's well, not great?
1: It's in it's way. not a great indicator. Oh, of
2: okay. Good. Okay, good. I'm glad you agree. I'm glad we agree. Stop telling uh, lies it's, on me. The liar and the lies they lie. Uh, Jay Feeler was signed as an unrestricted free agent from the Jacksonville Jaguars after he whooped up on Dan Marino in a playoff game. After he came off the bench to 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 mop up a, the sixty-two to seven playoff, you say whoop up? I said mop up, whoop up. Yeah, no, they they whooped up. It wasn't him who whooped them up. It was Mark Brunell and Fred Taylor and and all those guys. And then Jay Fiedler came in and closed it out. Um, had some good moments. Had some not good moments. Uh, did quarterback was a quarterback when Dolphins won their last playoff game against the Colts in December of two thousand.
1: All right, nobody's here to see Jay Fiedler. We want to cry and whine and 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 wallow in our sorrows,
2: okay. One last thing though before we move on to, i I guess we're gonna maybe talk about Tariq Hill, I would imagine. Uh, because somebody asked me on the mailbag about noah Benogany and what kind of playing time he's getting with the cowboys, the answer is not very. Okay. Uh, in. Six games so far. He has played a grand total of 88 snaps, and I think 63 of those have come on special teams. So.
1: I watched him play. I can't remember what nationally televised game because, you know, the Cowboys are always on TV. Um, he, Cornerback uh, got injured. He got in the game, and the opponent roasted him on the very first play of, of scrimmage. He's still being attacked. Noah, I like him in theory. Just the player, ball re- awareness, recognition, just not there. Um, so no, nope. uh, i'm I'm totally fine and comfortable with them moving on from him.
2: And, okay. and speaking well, of we not be sorry, we would not be comfortable moving on from Tyree Kill, not even for one game. and unfortunately, we are staring at the possibility now because in case you haven't heard Tyree Kill did not practice Wednesday because of a hip injury. The origin of which, who knows there was not there were three injuries reported in the press box. On Sunday, that was not one of them. It was David Long, Jalen Waddle, and Isaiah Wynn. So exactly when he got hurt, not sure.
1: Uh, Tyreek, just to sort of paint a picture for Dolphin fans, Tyreek usually shows up to practice late every day. Why? We have no idea. We don't ask questions as long as he produces. Uh, he could be getting taped. He can be getting stretched. He can be IVing. We have no idea, nor do we ever care to ask, Um, just because Tyreek is such a productive player. Uh, Today, we're inside, no Tyreek, that's normal. We're outside for the first period, no Tyreek, that's normal. Um, You know, occasionally he strolls out, probably by the second period. And then we're getting to the third period, we're watching practice and there's no Tyreek and (gasps) there's a level of panic that, hits the media contingent, and we double check with our media relations director. Um, no Tyree today. Uh, and she said that is correct. And showed so shows up that he's got a hip injury that he's battling, nursing, probably getting treatment for. Um, how much it'll limit him this week, if not hold him out of a game, we don't know. Um, let's just hope that this is soreness and not anything serious. Because as Tyreek says all the time, and I hear it all the time because he says it to me all the time, she just don't get hurt.
2: Yeah, except here's the, the the one worrisome note about this whole thing was Tua in his media conference, media weekly media session on Wednesday, was asked about Tyreek and what happens if you have to go out there on Sunday without him.
1: It was a and, little spicy. Sorry? It was a little spicy
2: on it. Well, in the court, but in the course of his answer is when we when we get him back somewhere down the line, with the quote, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, what? Somewhere down the line? Um, that's I mean, a little, that's a little
1: ominous. It 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 is, but it sort of lends you to understand what is Mike McDaniel always talking about. It's about Let me
2: guess, next man up.
1: No. Go try again. Next okay. try. Uh, well, you know, uh, adversity is-
2: becomes an opportunity, or something like that.
1: Uh, uh y- y- Damn, you messed it up. Um I did mess it up, didn't I? Yes, you did. Adversity is opportunity. Um, the most important day is today.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, uh, no, not that one. It's we're we're, we're trying to make sure that we're, we're we've got everybody healthy and right for February. And or or a long term long view as opposed to the short view of the season, um, making sure that guys are healthy for down the stretch um, when this team and organization hopes to be peaking in November and December and January so that they can get to February. It would not shock me. And this is just a guess because Tyree could be out on that field and be bragging about how she just don't get hurt um tomorrow. Um, But it would not shock me at this present moment, which is Wednesday at 6 o'clock, if Tyreek is held out of a game, dare I say it, just from a precautionary standpoint.
2: Well, yeah, if he's playing with something, absolutely. And and like you mentioned, it goes with the same whole philosophy of think think big picture and not just a week eight game. But this is a guy whose game... Dare I say it, it's built on speed. Captain Obvious over here. Um, and if you're dealing with a hip, this is where you knock on wood that it's not anything serious because, as you and I have discussed, the dude is unique. There's nobody like him in the NFL. He is easily the playmaker of this offense. Um, and... It's, it's not going to look the same without him.
1: Hey, but the show goes on. That's three. Well, him well him, yeah, they, if
2: they don't, they don't have a choice, they don't have a choice. But this is where also, I mean, this injury report is like, it seemed early on where like some of the big pieces who were getting injured, although it wasn't that many, but it was on defense. Now they're having, it's like, you know, they can't keep guys healthy on offense. And we're dealing again now with Teron Armstead, who's eligible to come back next week. Connor Williams did practice today, albeit on a limited basis. Jalen Waddle with his back issue did practice, as Mike McDaniel said he would, on a limited basis.
1: He says it was just spasms.
2: Okay, good. That's- um, Raheem Mostert did not practice with an ankle injury, which is something new, which is also something that was not uh, among an injury report in the press box. Gould, sorry? I said things happen, you know. Except and, when you got speed guys
1: who have their wheels. Yeah, but I'm saying it, it doesn't have to be injury after the game. Thing. You know, they it can be accumulative things that, sure. that just sure. add up and accumulate. And, and and Raheem Mostert misses most Wednesday practices.
2: He does, or, but usually it'll say vet rest. This time yeah. it says ankle. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously there was. Oh. No, sorry.
1: He's old. We should all. We can. We both can relate to that.
2: Oh yes, we can relate. Yes, absolutely, we can relate.
1: Yeah, um, same when you get old.
2: No, no left guard. Obviously, Isaiah wins on IR. Uh, who else? has I look at and, and
1: and and don't just gloss over that. It sounded like Mike McDaniel's not certain that he's coming back this season. Uh, it's going to be a longer time. He's not, than, he's not,
2: coming, he's not coming back. Boy, the way he was talking about it, I mean, he's basically talking about I don't want to rule him out but he's facing a challenge uh, in parentheses. Don't count on him
1: there. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's facing a challenge and he doesn't want to rule him out, but it looks like it's going to be a longer road than, than expected. And then Rashad, uh, Um. I'm sorry, Rashad, I'm saying Rashad Jones. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish they had Rashad Jones. You, you, um, you, you
2: loved Rashad Jones.
1: Robert Jones mm-hmm. it was out with a personal reason, saw him inside the locker room. Um, good thing it was an injury, uh, but Lester Cotton is in there, and Lester Cotton looks like he's going to be the starting left guard unless a certain former starting left guard regains his spot.
2: Uh, and it was interesting – Uh, your, your, your good pal, your good buddy Joe Rose made a very good point this morning that if Connor Williams indeed is able to return to the lineup against the Patriots and the Dolphins don't put Liam Eikenberg at left guard as a starter, that basically tells you all you need to know about the Dolphins' feelings about Liam Eikenberg.
1: I don't think that's accurate. I think it tells you that the most important work, in my opinion, for Liam Eikenberg this week is to prepare... As if he's going to start at center, because things can go haywire if Connor Williams doesn't start or regresses. Right now, let's just say it's even between Lester Cotton and Liam Eichenberg, which I don't assume it is. Let's just say it's even. Liam is still more valuable as a backup center than he would be as a starting left guard, in my opinion. From this standpoint, that game goes haywire if something um, happens to Connor.
2: Okay, that. And I will give you if we were on what's I don't know what show that is. Pardon internship. No, the show where they award points with the the, the ring of Marcel Marcel's show yeah, uh, Marcel, around was, the horn around, the, around horn. the horn that you you would you would get a ding, a couple of things here. That's a very good point. Um, so let's amend that statement, which wasn't completely crazy. Let's amend the statement to say that once Connor is fully established as being back,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: at that point. If Liam does not start a left guard, I think that tells you they see him as a backup offensive lineman. Um still not going there. Man, you're a tough sell. Um
1: to to me, it comes down to who do you start the best five? And outside of Liam Eichenberg having to move in, I think the work at center is valuable. It's important. And if you don't get it, it can derail the season. You could you could have a practice squad player as your starter, but that's a little bit dangerous and risky. Uh, not your starter, but your top backup. But that's a little bit dangerous and risky. I, I think Liam will have the opportunity to play both spots this week. I think it's more valuable that he plays center. But Lester Cotton has to redeem himself and have a get-right game um, for. Pad performance that he put out against a very talented Philadelphia Eagle. And he thinks he can do better. He knows he can do better. Um, And the coaches are confident that he can do better. So let's do that and then see where we are. You understand what I'm saying?
2: No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. But my, my point is if we get to a point where Connor Williams goes through a full practice, getting all the first team reps as your starting center, I think at that point to me, if you're still holding Liam in high regard as, as a former second round pick, mm-hmm. I think you got to give him a look at left guard. And if you don't, that basically tells you you're completely satisfied and have established that he's your backup center and nothing more.
1: Which I, I, I could be perfectly
2: fine. I mean,
1: I think we're in the cart before the horse. And I think that we've seen progression from Liam as a center. And Connor Williams is an unrestricted free agent who's going to be looking at the bank, going to be probably $10 a year. You're capped out. You don't have the money. You're, well, you, you're having
2: internet issues again today, my man. Man. No. Oh, really? Uh, uh, you're freezing a little bit, but it's, not, it's nothing egregious, but enough that there will be comments about it.
1: My humble apologies. Disappearing, man. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it still bad? <laughs>
2: Okay. little, little passive aggressive shot right there. Okay, fine. Disappearing shoulders. If you noticed, I don't, I don't have the issue anymore. It happened the one day and I learned. Uh,
1: Yeah. 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 Stop bragging. bragging. Are are,
2: are we, are we, are we so sure that we're seeing significant progress from Liam and I don't want to, I don't want to dump on the dude, but, uh, there were a couple of snapping issues. Number one, number two, uh, you're going to be comfortable if Connor Williams moves on in free agency next off season. I don't. I don't want to move away from the focus of this season. But you're going to be comfortable with Liam Mikenberg taking over as a starting center.
1: I'm not going to answer any of those questions. I'm going to. I'm going to have to ex- exert my right to say the plead the Fifth Amendment.
2: Okay, you're being nice. Okay, let's go. Let's go back to Tyree because that I, that's obviously. The big major news, and I looked it up, the dude since he's been in the NFL 2016 has played 115 of a possible 121 games, missed one game in 2017 for personal reasons, missed four in 2019 because of a uh, shoulder injury, and he missed one, the season finale in 2020, because of a hamstring injury. However, the Chiefs already had clinched the number one seed in the FC playoffs, and chances are he might have played anyway. So this, the guy has been extraordinarily durable. Um, she just not get hurt. She do not get hurt. Correct. Um, so I don't recall a time in the game. I mean, we, we have seen from time to time throughout the season where he looks, like, I don't want to say gimpy, but like a uh. – Columbus usually de- dealing with, like, cramping issues and um, seem, that's what it seems like maybe – minor hammy stuff, but not, the hip, I, I haven't I don't recall him being tackled to the ground where it would have been an awkward fall that would cause this kind of issue. I don't know if you did.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or Mc Crispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.
2: Don't do that to me. Don't go like lost in thought and in, in deep thought here. And I'm thinking, oh, no, he's freezing again.
1: No. Um, just from my history of, of covering receivers, sometimes the hip gets sore. Sometimes the constant and they got to go into those um, pyrotherapy things, and and they got to go into the ice packs and wear them – on their legs. And sometimes it's just a matter of needing to their legs. Um, and then sometimes it's a matter of you're gonna have off-season hip, injury, uh, off-season hip surgery. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm not even worried about it because last I checked, Tyreek was super fast. Um, and hopefully we can continue to to make sure he remains. Best. I'm, until I see what happens the rest of the week, I'm not overly panicking. And let me let me put it this way. I am not one of those individuals who thinks that this offense, which has been number one in the NFL for the majority of this not all of the season, comes to speaking hall because kill is not there.
2: We have got you you know you know what's gonna be on the injury report, it's gonna be your internet. Omar Omar Kelly Internet Limited. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Is it really that
2: bad? It's 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 dragging there on a pretty consistent basis.
1: Uh, my um, I talk less. Do you hear me? Probably.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of broken up. Let, let, so let me get, I'll, I'll take it over for a second here. While while you see if you can f- fix something else. Where were we with Tyreek? Um, I think you were about to say that you're not one of those who who suggests that the offense would. It's not going to. I mean, I, I think you can agree. It doesn't look the same without Tyreek. The question is. I don't think, like as I've said with other players on this offense, it completely collapses. My concern right now is it's not just Tyreek. Again, it's Tyreek. You don't have – if Tyreek doesn't play, and again, we don't know the severity of the injury. Mike McDaniel's not talking tomorrow. He's talking Friday at which time?
1: Frank Smith is talking tomorrow, so he's going to have to answer for his
2: head coach. You actually you really think you're gonna get any sort of indication from Frank Smith as to the severity of, of Tyreek's hill injury, you have a lot more confidence in this than I do because I'm not expecting that for a millisecond. Um but the, the the concern is right now if he doesn't play, so you're missing your stud wide receiver, you're missing your Pro Bowl left tackle, you're missing your starting left guard. You may so, or may uh, not have sorry? So, uh... I couldn't hear you because you're again, you're we got bad internet issues here.
1: Um, I said, I said, the show goes on. I apologize, it's raining in my neighborhood, and and this is obviously going to be something where I have to get a direct connection. Um,
2: no, the show sure the show goes on, but the show doesn't look the same. It's not like it's it's not the same show. Uh, it's not a it's not a five star show, whatever the the top rating might be. Uh, you and you may or may not have Connor Williams. Um so that's the thing and the New England defense is coming off actually what was a, overall a pretty good performance against Buffalo even though the bills were able to score a couple touchdowns late to take that lead before the Patriots came back and won it um but it can be a tricky New England defense even though they don't have Christian Gonzalez and they don't have um was the other the other one. Matthew Judon, who they had the first time the Dolphins played them.
1: I think with Jalen Waddell, with Robbie Chosen, with Cedric Wilson, with Braxton Berrios, with Chase Claypool, they should have enough. And maybe even Raycraft, who came back opening his 21-day window, they should have enough. Now the question is, will they have enough to remain one of the top five offenses in the NFL? I believe that they have the capabilities because they've got a run game. They've got one of the best run games in the NFL, and they've got a quarterback who makes tremendously quick decisions. And a little bit more worried about the offensive line than I am. The offensive line the off, Mr. Cotton's going to be in there. You got three backs on potentially three backups on the left side of the offensive line. That will starts. Um, You certainly know that Bill Beck and the Patriots are going to be attacking that left side. Let's just hope that they can gain some stability there as opposed to figuring out, you know, as opposed to struggling like they did against the Buffalo Bills and like they did against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now I know that the Patriots do not have as forceful of a defensive line, especially without Matt Judon, but you know, when you're playing with three backups, on your offensive line, you know, things go a little bit haywire. And and truthfully speaking, I know Mike McDaniel denied this, but you got to call the game differently. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But with the run game, with the weaponry they have, I'm sorry, but you should be able to make with Jalen Waddle, you know, Jalen Waddle, uh, uh, Robbie Chosen, Chase Claypool, uh and Braxton, it, 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 they're not chopped liver. They're not
2: a top liver. I don't think they're chopped liver, but I don't think I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the. Uh, gonna be the guy who's gonna poo on your parade here. That's not a top five offense if you don't have Tyreek. Just like yes, I'm gonna say it's not a top five offense if you don't have Tua. Um, I think those are those are key pieces that you have to have in the lineup and the run game. Like it or not, a big part of the run game is the, the threat of Tyreek and everything opening up. And if you don't, if you're not spreading out everything horizontally as you as you normally do, those long gains on end of rounds and on jet sweeps and on shovel passes and all that, they're not there. I mean, it's not gonna be they got something going in the second half against the Eagles, but in the first half it was, I mean, there was a horror show what the running game was doing. Uh, and and a, part of it was some bad execution, some bad blocking up front, but also again, it's to me, it's not the same. Um,
1: yeah, but- I'm, I, let's 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 wait until Thursday. We see what Tariq' status is. Maybe he becomes a one practice per week kind of performer, and then let's move forward. Let's let's not have this panic attack because yeah. Mister MVP, Mister um, All Pro, is is not there. There are tons of teams. Who called that have
2: him, who called him like, Mr. MVP? What do you say? Who called him Mr. MVP? That was an interesting. Chris, Chris Perkin. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you let, you let, say, say derisively. You're like Mr. MVP.
1: Yeah, he is in the running for MVP, but right now, if he misses a game, that 2000 is going to be a little bit, a little bit more challenging, isn't it? Um, Let's let's get into the positive side of, of practice, which is the return of Jalen Ramsey to the base defense. Um, also, the return of Nick Needham, superstar. Um, we talked to Nick Needham for the first time today. Nick talked about some of the challenges that he's had throughout his throughout this journey back, um, coming back from the Achilles injury. Um, he's working with the base defense right now. He's kind of a hybrid player, safety slash cornerback. Um, where he's utilized, how he's used. Maybe initially he's working on special teams. We shall see. I'm not even sure he's 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 ready for to be un, unleashed into the NFL at this present moment because, remember, this is just his third week of practice or fourth week of practice.
2: Fourth week. Fourth. He's, I don't think he's certainly certainly ready. He's not ready to be unleashed on a superstar level. Um, the, the question is, does he get snaps on defense yeah. at all on – Sunday, you think he does? Uh, or you uh, think it, I, a- I don't
1: know. I don't, I don't know. I, I can honestly tell you, you know. Peterson has opportunities, games. The coach is going to whether they trust him, whether they have confidence in him. I don't think he's performed poorly, but you could leave Cater out right on the boundary and put Nick on inside at the, at the nickel position, and also you could do the same thing the question i have about Jalen ramsey is is he going to be on a snap count limited basis or coming back on a limited basis is he going to have a limited role let's say for instance he goes in and, and and play handles the nickel work um in the nickel package so you know and and mike mcdaniel is not trying to get ahead of himself he wants to see how things go and assess assess how things play out in practice and look at how he performs in practice and we'll get we'll. You know, Big fan is going to give us an on standard review. So um, we'll have a little bit more tomorrow on on the podcast once we talk to um, the defensive coordinator and and be able to assess what they're seeing from Jalen Ramsey. But last week you won practice squad player of the of the week. So yeah,
2: except this is where I, this is where I would say maybe let's not assume anything, even though. I know it. There was a lot of positivity and this idea that he's coming back this week. He was limited in practice today, um, yeah. so to me, I'm not buying the notion that Jalen Ramsey makes his first appearance of the season after being limited all week. Okay. So I to me. That, I think we need to see a full one of these days before we're actually going to assume that he's going to play.
1: I mean, but, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to see a full on Xavier Howard's practice.
2: But he's played this year. Jalen Ramsey hasn't played all year, and this is his comeback game. I I would be very surprised if he played, if he doesn't have a full practice at any point during the week. I would expect Brandon Jones to start at safety opposite Deshaun Elliott. Uh, Saw a little nugget today that there's not been one player, not one player in the NFL this year who has been in the concussion protocol and played that Sunday. So that relates to Javon Holland, who is still in the concussion protocol, did not practice Wednesday. Uh, and that note applied to Brock Purdy, who apparently is in the concussion protocol for the 49ers. Um, but Jalen Waddle not was in one. Not one, Jalen. And last year, there were a couple who did. I know Kenny Pickett last year played the Sunday after being in the protocol. This year, not one, according to what I saw. I believe it was Schefter who may have had that, that nugget. Uh, and Jalen Waddell did not play in week three after being in the protocol following the New England game, the first New England game in week two. So,
1: mm-hmm. Interesting. We saw him in the locker room, but, you know, we're not allowed to talk to concussed players. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, pr- proud of him for being honest and candid about symptoms and what he was feeling. Um, I think that, that shows a sign of growth progression for where the NFL is because Back in the day, they would have lied and lied and lied um, just so that they can play. And yeah, I, I, I'm 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 proud. It's a proud moment for the NFL, just for a player who got back in the game, cleared concussion protocol, to tell you the next day, "Yeah, I'm suffering from concussion symptoms." They never do that. Um, so, props to Javon Holland for for being a big boy and, and stepping up and, and putting his health. And and safety first, which is something that's new for the NFL. But you're right, Brandon Jones is probably gonna be back there. It's gonna be the tandem of Deshaun Elliott and Brandon Jones. Um can't really see anybody else entering that mix except for maybe Elijah Campbell. No, I think that ship,
2: that ship has sailed. I think Elijah Campbell is is looking at a season-long of a whole lot of special teams work and some spot snaps on defense.
1: Wow! And I was on—I
2: was on the Elijah train as much as you were during training camp. And
1: I, okay, but let's get into it then. Since you want to do that, let's get into it. Is Brandon Jones <laughs> Go good in coverage? Is no, Elijah
2: not his strength?
1: Is Deshaun Elliott good in coverage?
2: He's okay. Uh, it's interesting too because you mentioned that as my buddy from Detroit was actually checking him who covers the Lions was checking him on him. This week's asking me how he's how he's done and I'm like he's fine. Nothing. He's been fine. Nothing has really stood out either positively or negatively. Um, yep. He's made some plays and it's like you could tell me he's missed half the games and half the snaps. I'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, he's not really been that noticeable.
1: <laughs> uh, I I don't have an issue and Safety's an offensive lineman. If I don't notice you, then that's a good thing.
2: Oh no 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 no! no.
1: What?
2: Who who are like the all-time safeties that that you recall? Ed Reed, Troy Polamalu, Bob Sanders. You notice those dudes? I mean, yeah 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 yeah. Well, I want to notice them. This is this is part of my thing with with the aforementioned Javon Holland, where everybody of 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 solid reputation and of, of some fame on the national level says he's a great safety. To me, again, maybe I'm like being very obtuse. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption reference. But I, I, I to me, the, the safeties that are like, I don't want to, I don't want to put like put the pressure on Javon Holland to become an all-timer, but for at times, time, that's almost the, the way people talk about him is, I mean, Guys who completely impact the game, and you feel him week after week after week. I, um, I hear what
1: you're saying, but we're not talking about the marquee safeties. We're talking about filler. And
2: no, no, but well, no. My my point applied to Javon Holland. I wasn't talking about Deshaun Elliott. I,
1: yeah, but I'm talking. We're talking about Elliott. And I'm not noticing for glaringly bad plays. No, correct. No, he's been solid. He's correct. He's been solid. Made a couple. He's made a couple of plays, but. Some have to step, or or maybe the architecture of the defense will have to change. Who who knows? At the present moment, Um Vic Fangio. Maybe the inclusion of Jalen Ramsey and maybe the personnel that the Patriots have will incorporate them to play a different style in a different way. Uh, at, at this point, I don't know, but there's a lot of guys coming back. You need him coming. Jalen Ramsey coming back. Xavier Howard is practicing. He gets he gets cleared to play. It seems like that growing injury passed. Uh, Their co-hosts to continuing to practice with that next year. So you got a lot of options for as opposed to being the
2: pro. My just went out. Um, Man, are you struggling with your internet? Um, no. And then for those who are going to going to ask, I'm not. I'm not even asking Gavindo about Cam Smith anymore. I mean. Uh, I, I, he's I'm on the injury in, report now oh, and now he's on the injury report with an ankle injury he was limited so if he didn't play before when he was fine he, he ain't playing when, when he's got an ankle injury so I I'm think s-
1: I'm still writing the Camp Smith piece this week I'm still doing it
2: go for it uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm, absolutely but I, I'm almost starting to think that we're looking at at least for this season a Channing Tindall situation <gasps> but, Where, I said for bad. this, for, but for this season, you you're actually expecting him, barring a rash of injuries at cornerback, for him to get a whole lot of snaps on defense.
1: He, he's still young, let's not check him. Not that season's still young. Let let's let, let the it's ability still, is there.
2: Seven seventeenth. No, I agree. Seven seventeenth of the way, so it's more than forty percent of the way done.
1: Okay. When we get to the 60% mark, we can label him. But right, I think the player who's paying is better on special teams. Now, and I'm not ready to put a Shannon Tindall label on him. I'm, 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 but
2: if you know, Omar, if you notice, I said for this year.
1: I, I I'm not
2: looking big picture. I'm looking in terms of his rookie season.
1: I want to do it. Can't do it. Won't okay. do it.
2: No, I, I would be I would be disappointed, but I'm also like starting to you know, starting to think that's it's yeah, it's but I seeing him on an island at cornerback is not
1: he gotta pay his dues, man. He's just gotta pay his dues. That's what he's doing. No, um it, it it'll 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 be interesting to see how this all plays out. But right now, um he's injured, but they don't really have a need for him, especially if you got Jalen Ramsey come back. This might be the last game, unless somebody suffers a serious injury, where he's going to have an opportunity to play and have a contributing role. And as I said from back in the Giants game, if you you have your window to play him is now. Giants, Carolina, Eagles, even, even Eagles without Xavier Howard, it, it, it probably this is the last of that in that window because I, I I'm pretty confident that Jalen Ramsey plays Kansas City Chiefs. You're right. If you're not if you're not doing it now, you probably won't do it. But I I personally do not believe it's ability, I, I, and I believe it's just a young player who's paying his dues. And it'll be interesting to see what happens when he finally gets unleashed. I'm I'm part of the free Cam Smith team. Free camp. Smith. Uh,
2: no, and I keep going back to the comments that Sam Madison made. It's attention to details. Um yeah. But I. I I, and I'm like a lot of fans here, there's a curiosity factor. Like, you remember when, when all the fans wanted to see A-Chan in the lineup? Because yeah. there was a curiosity factor, and they had great reason to be curious, uh, as it turns out, because the dude is special. Uh, from, based on what I saw in training camp, I think Cam Smith can be really, really good. And I'm like just very anxious to see him get a shot and show what he can do.
1: Mm-hmm. And he has not earned it yet. So what, for all those fans out there who are anxiously awaiting for Brandon Jones, here you go. <laughs> and
2: that's
1: huh? Yeah, I mean, you can't have new players play in the defense every every week, but this is an opportunity for Brandon Jones to show what he has at safety, show if he can be a regular contributor. I still say they need a dime player. Um, that's a little bit of an upgrade over Justin Bethel. No offense to Justin Bethel. Harry um,
2: Nickerson's that dude now.
1: No, he's the nickel. He's in the base. He's in the base. Yeah, but
2: when Ramsey comes back, he's not gonna be the nickel.
1: Mm, okay. I see what you're saying there. I see what you did there. Man. Um as I said some as I said probably the day after the game, and continue to say, when you look at that performance against the Eagles, just look at it. Look at it. And look Can at
2: that we, we close the book on the Eagles game. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, Hear me, okay, okay,
1: me out. Okay, yeah, okay. me out yeah. When you look at that performance against the Eagles and you see what they did defensively without Jalen Rams, without Xavier Howard, without Javon Holland for large portions of the game, without David Long, if they can replicate that and give that to you every Sunday for the rest of the season, this team will win 12 games. Now, obviously, I'm I'm saying that with Ty- Tyreek Hill and Teron Armstead, obviously, Isaiah Wynn's not coming back. So I got to recalibrate that a little bit, but what you mean? Because if, thought-
2: we're gonna, if we're going to look, if we're going to look at the positions on the offensive line, if you're going to lose one of your starters based on position value and the players that the dolphins have, can we not agree that maybe this is the one spot where they could most afford an injury <sighs> again, positional value and the player they have. Would you rather use one one of your tackles for the, the season? Would you rather lose Connor Williams for the season? Would you rather lose Robert Hunt for the season? Isaiah Wynn
1: was playing well.
2: Yes, he was, and without question. I'm not, and I'm not. And
1: I'm not going to disrespect that man like that.
2: I'm not suggesting anything otherwise. I'm saying if you were going to lose one of your five guys up front for okay. most of the season, if not for the whole season, that's the guy. I mean, sorry. And it, okay, again, if you, had, no if you had a capable
1: backup, if you had a capable backup, and right now we still need to learn if they have a capable backup. So, you you have a capable backup in Kendall Lamb, um, but how? With but how deep can you go? How low can you go? How low can you go on that depth chart on offensive line?
2: Correct, and and it, again, for those who are like. Like yeah, the offensive line is bad now because they are get a whole bunch of back. Well, again, how many teams in the NFL would be able, you can sustain losing three starters on the offensive line and there's not be going to not going to be a drop off. I'm sorry, sorry, that just doesn't happen. Let me go back to one quick thing about the Eagles game because this, I don't know, this has been maybe a minor bit of a topic since the game, the officiating, mm-hmm. uh, as I indicated on social media and the mailbag. Uh, it's standard operating procedure for teams to file a report after every game of a list of calls that were made or not made that they would question, a polite way of saying it, to get clarification on why the hell did you call that or why the hell did, didn't you call that. And then the NFL sends back a report explaining their position and teams are not allowed to comment on those, even though Jim Irsay, the owner, the Colts owner, kind of broke the rule yesterday by saying that the officials admitted they made mistakes at the end of that Cleveland-Indianapolis game. That's a no-no. Mike McDaniel did not go there. Uh, I'm going to guess that the officials may have told him, the, the league may have told him, yeah, we may have missed that face mask call on Cedric Wilson. Yeah, yeah, we may have missed a, that holding on David Long when he was blitzing uh, up the middle and, and the lineman had his arm around his neck. But again, technically, Mike McDaniel's not supposed to say, to reveal what the league told him. Say which is why yeah, Say right, which is why he, he answered it and I think somebody tried to bait him into a question of like how how do you deal with the frustration of that and Mike McDaniel very appropriately said because there's not, I mean basically there's nothing you can do about it so why is he going to pull out his hair you know?
1: He's moving on as is this team. You your your season goes sideways, you lose to the New England Patriots at home lock in without Tariq, with Tariq, lock in, figure out a way with this offensive line, lock in, figure out a way with Brandon Jones. This is part of what the NFL is. It's a survival league. And right now you're approaching the second half of the season and backups will have to step up. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. The saga continues for the Miami Dolphins. Hopefully they continue to move in in a positive direction after suffering that loss against the Philadelphia Eagles. But this is what happens to every NFL team. You think the 49ers, anybody shedding a tear for the 49ers playing without Debo Samuels and, and Trent Williams. No, this is, this is what happens.
2: Correct. Um, And again, in terms of volume, I haven't looked around the league and it does seem like the Dolphins have quite a large number of, of, frontline players who have been dealing with injuries. I'm not convinced they're going to have without having looked around the league. I'm not convinced that it's egregiously over the top compared to other teams. Like like Omar mentions, that's part of doing business in the NFL.
1: Yep. And and fortunately for Miami, they haven't lost anybody for the season yet.
2: Correct. That's, that's, that's
1: that's the important one. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we, we're wrapping up today's episode. We'll be back on Thursday where we tell you whether Tyreek Hill played or not, practiced or not. Um, again, among other things. Yeah. yeah, among other things. But you know they'll be here just to find yes. that out. Um, again, we are not on audio. We're very close to a deal. When we have a deal, we will be back on audio. We appreciate all of your continued support. As you can see, we've got an ad right down there which tells you where you can go get. All of your Dolphins news for free. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to pay a, 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 an entry fee um, to read our stories. all Alldolphins.com. Um, and we will, we, pay well. we will be back tomorrow. But um, you do have
2: to subscribe to the to this YouTube channel here, though. Yes, yeah, subscribe,
1: to- like, keep our algorithm. When you hit the like, apparently that benefits us because it keeps our algorithm high and keeps us up there for people who are searching for Dolphins things. and. The better we do the better the production is as you can see we're stepping our game up we got things coming so we will see you tomorrow um and hopefully if you in the comments if you got any questions for coordinators put them there and we will ask them or do our best to
2: do our best until tomorrow thanks everyone
1: all right oops took off the wrong background (laughs)